Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to our Ramadan reflections. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept them and benefit us through them. Let us start with a verse of the Quran. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Man jaa bil hasanati falahu ashru amthaliha. Wa man jaa bil sayyati fala yujaza illa mithlaha wa hum la yughlamoon. This is a really profound verse from Surah Al-An'am, which is chapter 6, verse 160. Again, another verse providing a principle of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deals with His creation. And this time it's something really, really important for us in the sense that we thrive on the idea that inshallah we will get to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala get to enter paradise and that whole structure is going to be based on the good that we do in this world and how much we avoid the wrongs that we feel inclined to doing or that we're attracted to in this world so what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says here now listen carefully what he says is he who does good shall have 10 times as much to his credit meaning anybody who does a good deed فَلَهُ عَشْرُ أَمْثَارِهَا gets 10 times the multiple of that. 10 times the amount of that. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide. However, he who does evil shall only be recompensed according to his evil. So it's just like for like. You do one bad deed, you'll only get one sin for that. Whereas when you do a good deed, Allah promises you at least 10 additional deeds, 10 additional rewards for that. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a major declaration about a principle that he uh, says he will deal with people with. No wrong shall be done unto any one of them. Wahum la yudhlamun. They will not be oppressed. They will not be wrong. They will not be cheated in any way whatsoever. Now that's a major principle that we want to look at. This actually, this verse contains a huge glad tiding. It's, it's wonderful news that you do a good deed. Small good deed, Allah gives you 10 times the amount. You do a bad deed, you're only going to be, you're only going to receive one sin. Tenfold is promised for that which you, when you do good. But conversely, only one sin is recompensed for the wrongdoing. And then Allah makes on top, says on top that you're not going to be cheated or oppressed or wronged in any way whatsoever beyond that as well. You'll only be given a sin for every sin, uh, one sin for every wrong that you do. Now, generally, what happens is that if you look at the majority of people, right, in this world, um, well, if you look at the world in general, what you see is that people are rewarded equivalent to, if you take good work, right, you've done something really good for somebody, you're a builder and you've done good work, or you're a mechanic and you've done good work, or, you, you know, you're a typesetter or you're a graphics a designer, or whatever the case is, or you're a baker, you're a cook, or whatever the case is, and you've done a good work. People pay you for that much, the going rate. That's what people pay you, right? In some vocations, they only, like in supermarkets, and they only pay you the, the basic minimum, that which is legally required. And if people could do it, they would basically pay, uh, give you, make you do slave labor, which is what unfortunately happens in many countries in the world. I mean, it's just, if you don't have much... Uh, 
capabilities or qualifications or skill set, then you're going to be working for some really menial, uh, some really menial tasks that you're going to be working for, and it's going to be slave labor. But even those that give, then they give. Now, the the only you know today you do have vocation which they pay you a huge amount of money, but you're supposed to be making a huge amount of money. So those are generally companies where huge amounts of money and huge amounts of investments are made and thus they can see that so they give you a proportion of that but generally it's the rule of the world that okay if you do a really good job they give you bonuses right so you get a bonus at the end of every month or at the end of each year or whatever the case is however you don't get 10 times that amount that doesn't happen you don't get 10 times the going rate generally you don't get that that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that the quantum I'm gonna I'm gonna have here for you is that I'm going to give you 10 rewards for every good deed you do and that's the minimum there's a lot more than that depending on how much sincerity and difficulty you did it with or how much fervor you did it with or what benefit that came from it and so on and so forth at the same time though when it comes to a bad deed the penalty is just single it's not worse whereas we see in the world that the penalties are huge in many cases right penalties are sometimes not proportionate at all now, uh, generally in the world, I mean, you know, the standard of uh, reward and punishment, I mean, on a normal basis, it's just going to be standard, it's going to be proportionate, it's going to be equal. But that's not what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to incentivize because the, Allah's purpose is to get people to do more. It's not to get people to do less or to condemn them or to uh, not send them to paradise. Allah created this world for people to succeed. But, and then so he in, incentivized it like that. Think about it the other way, right? From a spiritual perspective. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was going to punish everybody tenfold as well, right? For every sin that they did, then many would have been, you know, our fate would have been doomed a long time ago. We would have been destroyed. I mean, can you imagine it? It's such, it, you know, we're scared even though we only get one sin for every bad deed we do. And the reason is that, I mean, I guess... Uh, this is what scholars have said that you know generally their assessment is that men commit more sins than that the, than they do good yeah you get the few that do generally more good deeds but others you know a lot of people maybe the more than 50 percent are doing more bad uh, bad and it doesn't have to be bad for uh, towards somebody else but it could be and it could be bad towards themselves it could just be laziness it could be negligence and so on now out of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's immense grace Allah has devised this different norm for the good and bad deeds. And that just shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is kind. He's generous. Allah is loving. I mean, if this doesn't underscore that Allah is the merciful one, and He's a Rahman, a Rahim, then what will? I mean, there's a, there's a hadith which tells us that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created uh, the uh, human beings and the jinn and so on, He said that, look, these people, the way I've created them, if I am going to deal with them in absolute justice and I'm going to take them to task for every single good and bad deed that, or every single bad deed that they do and if it's going to be like an equal recompense for every good deed and an equal recompense for every bad deed and there was no concept of bonuses or forgiveness or grace or anything like that people would have been destroyed. So this is Allah's system that He said. So what He did was He had in the rahmati, sabaqat ghadabi, written above his throne, as like a motto, a mission statement, you can say. Like, this is what we go by. This is, 
the direction of our business. This is the direction of our process. That my mercy has dominated my anger. My mercy has dominated my anger. So now, this is an expression of Allah's mercy. To say that if you do a good deed, any good deed, I'm going to give you 10 rewards. And if you do a mistake, you only drop one. You only, you only lose one. Right? So, and then on top of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises that there's going to be no wrong that will be done to you. Otherwise, under the divine wrath, we would have perished. So Allah says, I'll never cheat you. I may give you more. I will give you more, in fact. But I'm never going to cheat you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator, our benefactor, our guide. And no doubt that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must get angry at our bad deeds. Just like any one of us, if we favored somebody, brought them up, nurtured them, assisted them, helped them, fed them. Right? Just imagine, and then after that, they become disobedient. One of the things that hurts parents the most is when their children become disobedient. Because you've done so much for them, you've poured your heart out for them, you've provided them with everything. Right? You had sleepless nights and everything else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided us more than our parents. Our parents could only do what they do because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there's, it'd be no surprise if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala got upset with us. Right? It's no surprise at all. However, that's when you really understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love and affection, His generosity, His mercy, His care, His compassion is just beyond what anybody can ever imagine. Because just imagine, I mean, after He gave everything, people still do wrong and He still continues to feed us. Right? So, this is divine law Allah sets for us. Not that Allah is bound by anything, but this is as a promise to us. That I'll never ever oppress anybody, right? So, Allah is the one who created us, blessed us with all the faculties that we have: the physical faculty, the mental faculty, the spiritual faculty. And then we disobey Him, right? Allah could have just punished us, and we could be torn to pieces in no time. But Allah Subhanahu wa Taala doesn't do that, and He forgives and He overlooks much more, and He gives many many good deeds. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who benefit from these good deeds and recognize Allah for the good that he's done for us and for his kindness and for his rahmah and for his mercy. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Please keep us in your du'as and we will keep you in our du'as. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this Ramadan a blessed one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further, an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion. The next step is to actually start learning seriously, to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses, so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time especially, for example, the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials Certificate, which you take 20 short modules. And at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam, and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind. You can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.